Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here today with Kevin Carton. You may remember him as an earlier guest on the show, and we're bringing him back since he ranks as a fan favorite. Today, we are going to discuss the art and science of living your soul's purpose. So if you have been sitting and wondering under your own personal Bodhi tree, why am I here? What did I come here to do? And you haven't had any clue about that. Hang with us. We're going to help work you through that. Before I swing into that, speaking of who am I here and what am I to do, uh, take a few minutes to go out and take the superpower quiz. It's located at superpowerquiz.us and it will answer the question, what is your number one spiritual superpower? And you can add that to your arsenal of puzzle pieces that you're putting together to find the big picture for why you came into this world. Again, that's at superpowerquiz.us. So our guest today, just as a reminder, is Kevin Carton. He specializes in empowering people to discover and live their sole purpose. He began his journey when he took a leap of faith to leave pharmacy school in order to pursue his true purpose. In less than a year, he landed a job as a content developer for the premier training center for transformational life coaching, establishing himself as a budding expert in the personal development industry. Now, with over a decade of experience, Kevin is a speaker, teacher, and certified transformational life coach himself. He shares weekly insight, inspiration, and motivation alongside his brother and co-host, Chris Carton, on their podcast, Science and Spirituality, which has over 1 million downloads and listeners in 113 countries around the world. As a sought-after speaker, trainer, and coach, Kevin has helped hundreds of people break through the limitations and trust themselves more deeply so that they can make their unique impact of expanding consciousness in the world. Welcome, Kevin. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Thank you, Sophia. This is an honor to be here again. Welcome again. Back. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this. Thank you again. Yes, me too. I, I really enjoyed our conversation the last time so much that we did a double episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll see uh, how many episodes we get out of this one today. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I am a big fan of soul purpose. And in fact, when I start with a client, one of the first things I do is pull their life blueprint so I can see kind of what they intended when they came into this world. Um, and that's what soul purpose means to me as we go back and we look at the blueprint and we figure out what the thing is. How do you define soul purpose? Ooh, great question. You know, you speaking to that, it makes me think that many people have different approaches and not none are right or wrong there's just all these many different paths to a similar truth for all of us right right and there is i i, I know of uh, uh human design is one of them mentioning like life blueprint there's all these different modalities for me and what i got trained in and i discovered for myself what i help people in working through like what soul purpose means is discovering their own unique print 
is we all have a thumbprint, right? That is unique. And I took uh, uh, one, one semester of forensic science in high school and <laughs> learned that. And it's super cool to look at how every single human being, 8 billion of us now has a unique thumbprint Absolutely. that is never repeated again in history. And it's the same thing with our soul. So we came into time and space to in, incarnate in this human experience for a reason. I felt like I knew that when I was young, couldn't put words to it, didn't even understand why I even knew that, but I just knew that there's a reason, a good reason, not just, yeah. just a frivolous Not a random reason, yeah. Yes, very specific. And especially at this time in human history, we're all here for a reason. And so for me, a sole purpose, like what our soul's purpose is, is to make some kind of positive, uplifting impact in consciousness, which in my bio, which I've recently updated, the very end of that is helping people in getting connected, but then living from their purpose so that they can make their own unique impact of expanding consciousness. So that I believe a sole purpose really is about making an impact and raising consciousness in, in our own unique way, which is yeah. funny. Um, I recently noticed I, I attract very, very much artists or creatives, mm -hmm. and it's because of their unique gift that they give to the world, which some people might not see as like, oh, that's not really expanding consciousness as you might think of as like a coach or like <laughs> a podcast host or anything like that. But it absolutely is art and oh, creativity. Art is one of the biggest ways that we expand consciousness. If yes. you think about the impact of a meaningful painting or mm. even a podcast discussion or a movie, art. for example, it allows people to step into that what if side of themselves. What if perhaps there's another perspective on this that I haven't considered? And I find that to be a hugely expansive thing. Yes. I think more accurately what I was saying, because I know you know, yeah. more <laughs> on the surface, unless you really think deep into it. I think artists know this, but I think outside looking in at artists or creatives, it seems like, oh, the that's world, just for fun. Yeah, or the like, world is like, yeah, they're just messing around, right? Exactly. But, but that's not. part of what makes art powerful is people underestimate its ability to shift and change and touch them. Yes. And I think that's part of what allows it to do that. Ooh, I agree. Yeah. That's spot on. Yeah, I get a lot of um, a lot of people, especially early in the awakening process, who are like, I feel like I'm not on track with my Ooh. purpose, or I don't know what my purpose is. And I'm kind of waiting for this great grand vision to show up for me of, of what I am here to do. Is, is that really how that works? <laughs> you know, it is not. <laughs> sadly. Well, I would say on one level, sadly, because of course, in our human experience, we would love to have the answer, right? It's like right. drops in, oh my gosh, I'm good. I'm enlightened. I know my purpose. Not true. Yeah, show me exactly where I'm going and all its technical or detail. Exactly. Yeah. But what fun is that, right? Like a true, amazing, enlightening, magical journey has unknowns. Yeah. It has to. Otherwise, it's no fun. And so absolutely. It's, it's not like that at all. And in fact, it's like you actually mentioned, mentioned with your, your quiz, it's like a puzzle piece, right? Yeah. That's how we start to really discover our purposes one layer at a time that we're revealing and un unveil unveiling to discover that truer and truer version of ourselves and what we're here to do and be.
Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. I personally have come to think of it more as like a spiritual GPS almost. It's a great way because I mean, you can, you can take your GPS and you can program in there. I want to go X, Y, Z, right? I want to go achieve my life purpose. Right. And you can put that on the dash of the car. And then if you just sit there and wait for instructions, it's not going to tell you anything else. Nope. You've got to back out of the driveway. Exactly. And start rolling. And it's at that point that it really starts to give you directions. So you almost have to drive on trust. It's like, it feels like this is the direction to go. I'm going to go this direction. And then you get feedback as you go along. It's like, okay, make a U-turn up ahead and we're going to go back the other way. <laughs> okay, great. It doesn't matter which direction you started driving as long as you listen to the corrections. Exactly. I love that analogy too, because it, two, two really important points about that, because we all have experienced that to some degree of having a destination we want to go to. And whether it's a GPS, a map, whatever, there's directions we can follow, but the direction, especially with, with the GPS, we only get the next step. Yes. Turn right up ahead. You don't get the 50 next ones. And if you even do, which some GPSs can show you like all the steps along the way, but it's so overwhelming. Like yes. you can't, you can't memorize all that. I mean, you could, but that's quite difficult. And well, and I think the blessing of the GPS approach is it allows you to grow into that purpose. Exactly. In ways that you would probably be overwhelmed and intimidated by if it oh, just yeah. all arrived in one big chunk. <laughs> exactly. It's and like, other... what do you mean I'm going to be standing up in front of 50,000 people and speaking? Are you out of your blessed mind? Exactly. Well, you don't do that overnight. You grow into that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Spot on. And then the other, cause I wanted to just complete what yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. two, two things with the GPS, <laughs> all good. Cause uh, it's so rich and it's such an example, right? But um, not only do you not know that like the steps after the, the only step that you can see, but as you go along, like you mentioned, like detours or things might happen where you can't foresee, like, yeah. just like with any journey, if you drive, say like from one state to another, it's like maybe a few, several hour drive, they're going to be some, there's going to be some road work or some red light or some detour. And so you can't predict that. Yeah. So, car accidents, or maybe you exactly. decide, do you see something interesting you want to go explore? Yeah. You have free will. That's what free will is about. You can go over and you can explore that. And the GPS will come back and go, okay, do you want to resume your trip? Exactly. You push yes. <laughs> and it gives you the directions to take you back on course. Right. Yeah. It's spot on. It's such a simple analogy, but really, really helpful. And, and it puts, at least for me, it helps me, my, my logic or my intellect be at ease in yeah. knowing, okay, this is how it actually works. I don't need to know every single step along the way. And that it's actually by design that, that there's some trust that is involved yeah. and you just need to know the next step, which comes from the heart. I found. Yeah. And, and it comes from practice as well. Right. I, and I've found that your spiritual guidance, your guides, your higher self, whatever you want to refer to it as, they're going to grow you into it. They're going to baby step you into it. The first act of trust is not going to be, well, quit your job without any prospects and go do whatever it is. Okay, that's, that's not the first step in trusting. The first step in trusting is you'll get a little nudge that's like, hey, call so-and-so. Mm-hmm. 
And if you act on, hey, call so-and-so, there's always something good or interesting that comes out of that. Maybe you needed a little lift for the day. Maybe they needed a lift on that day. Maybe there's a connection that will be made because of that that'll be important for your overall journey. So the thing to do is just listen and be curious about what might come out of it. Absolutely. Um, one of the, the spiritual practice that I started when I was early in my journey, and I still do this, not as consistently perhaps as I should, but I still do this, is I wake up in the morning and while I'm still in that like really relaxed, floaty, half dream state, I will open, visualize like my mind opening up like it's a big cup. And I will say, what is the single most important thing for me to do for my purpose today? And something will drop into that. And more often than not, it's something very simple. Uh, doesn't seem earth shattering in any way, very mundane thing. It's like go to the bookstore and, you know, pick up a book or, or whatever it is. And I find if I do that, if I honor that by making sure that happens that day, something magical always comes out of it. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it helps me interact with my, my GPS in that way. It, mm. That's what gives me a little bit of control in the process is the inviting of, okay, what is my next step? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I love that you added, added in that that gives you some control. Because I think that's a common thing that a lot of people have as a block. It can be at least. It's like feeling like I need to control the process. Whereas it's impossible to actually control because it's an unveiling or a discovery process, not something that's like, all right, I'm doing this thing. Mm -hmm. Although there's definitely um, a connection point of all right, action steps for you to take, but you opening up and asking, that's really the the step, the, the act, the, the control, quote unquote control we can have is yeah, the questions we ask ourselves and of spirit. Yeah, to, to invite it. I love questions Yeah, um, because I've found questions are the things that open the possibility. Mm -hmm. Statements are not particularly useful. <laughs> no, unless they're affirmations, but. Well, affirmations are, <laughs> are a beautiful thing. Right. Um, but as far as like inviting the universe to support you. Right. Questions are what really unlock the door. Absolutely. All right. So we're getting down to the end of our first section here. And what I would invite you to do, everyone who's listening today. Grab your pen and your piece of paper, and I would invite you to spend a little time putting together some of the pieces of your personal soul, soul purpose puzzle. And this would include things that light you up when you do them. Okay, whether you're paid for them or not, things that light up for you when you do them, having conversations with people, um, baking bread, painting pictures, whatever the things are that light you up, if it's working with small children, you know what those things are. Take a note of some of those things. Take a note of the things that come easily for you, things that you do easily and automatically that other people come to you for. Maybe you're brilliant at putting names on stuff. Just take a and make an accounting of those things that are are yours that light up for you that could perhaps in some way maybe be related to your soul purpose scrape all those into a pile and hang with us we'll be right back 
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sofia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksofia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am still here with the amazing and wonderful Kevin Carton. And before the break, we were discussing what is soul purpose? How does it kind of start to come together and show up for you? And I asked you to to scrape some of your soul puzzle pieces together in a pile over the break. So keep that close to you as we go through this, um, because you'll get more pieces to the puzzle or more places to look for pieces to your puzzle as we move through today's episode. So I know a lot of times this is a very difficult topic for people, especially when they wake up, but sometimes even in the subsequent awakenings that we go through as we move through levels of of spiritualness in our lives, there are moments where it feels like, oh, it's all gone away and I thought I understood and now I don't. What are some of the common blocks that you see come up for people around soul's purpose? And then what can we do to kind of counter or go around those blocks? Sure. Two that pop right into my mind that are quite ubiquitous, mm-hmm. very common are number one, feeling like the purpose is crazy or that it's, it's even uh, to a degree, like it's not it. Like it's, it's kind of a similar idea that either one, it's way too much. It's like, this is, 
insane. Like for example, what I know my purpose is here to do yeah. is to help create peace on earth. Like big umbrella top. That, that, that's a ginormous one, right? Exactly. <laughs> a, lot, and, a lot of responsibility and how does one guy do peace yeah. on earth? Yes. And I, I here's the thing, that's a hundred percent. And that's literally what you just spoke to is definitely, honestly, the blocks that I've noticed come up over the last decade of actually accepting that as part of my purpose. And I mean, some of the, the ways of shifted that is letting go of the responsibility that it has to be all me because yes. I'm working with spirit and there are thousands of other people, if not tens or even millions of people who have the same similar kind of feeling for a purpose. And so I'm not alone in that and that's helpful, but still the common block of thinking that's crazy or like yeah. that's too much, it's too big or anything like that. Then the other, which on the other side of that same kind of block but kind of the other end of the extreme is that my purpose is not enough. It's like, oh. oh, that's too small. Like it doesn't really matter. So like, that's not purpose. And so we question ourselves out of the actual purpose that it is. Yes. Yes. And, and it, I, I've seen that. I actually had one client who I have to admire because mm -hmm. she was able to accept it. Okay. She, she works in the VA as her day job. And for quite some time, she was like, well, I don't know if that's enough. I don't know, yep. you know, there should be something else or something bigger or whatever. And it's only in recent months that she's come to see the impact that she's actually having within the organization, mm. which impacts the experience that the veterans have with the organization. And she's like, no, this is where I need to be. This is completely where I need to be. And this is my spiritual service being here, working in this position in the VA. Wow. I got and, chills you saying that. That's yeah. And, and so I think sometimes we search so hard for, well, what's this other direction we're supposed to go and don't allow for the possibility that we might be exactly where we need to be, exactly. at least right now. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Really. It's, it's such a simple thing to recognize, but also difficult to really untangle the belief around again, each of those of yeah. like, it's too much or it's too little. So, well, and here's the other interesting thing. And I love this story. So I'm going to share this story. <laughs> um, there were a few guys out there. They're, they're working on building this wall. They're all masons. And this gentleman walks up and talks to the first one. And he says, so what you doing? He says, I'm earning $7.50 an hour. Okay, excellent. And he goes to the next guy. And he says, what are you doing? He says, I'm building a wall so I can feed my family. Okay. And so he goes to the next guy. And he says, what are you doing? He says, I'm creating a cathedral where people will come together and rejoice and that will strengthen the community. They're all doing the same job. It's the intention with which they're doing it that makes all the difference. Hmm. I love that story. I've heard that before, but it's been a while. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. And, and I think it helps with the perspective around well, surely this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing, just building a wall. Step back for a moment and look at what that wall means, not just in the context of your life, 
but what that wall means in the context of the greater community around you as well. Exactly. And I think when you can step back and do that, that's where you arrive at the acceptance of, well, you know, this little role in the VA doesn't make a difference, except mm -hmm. that it does. Right. Yeah. Spot on. And it, you're, you're, the point that you're bringing up is really, really powerful to work through any of those blocks is to take the longer view or the wider view, because it doesn't have to be a longer view of like a time frame. although that helps on the side of this is not enough, is that yeah. if you take a lo longer view, it's like the impact that you are making can create ripple effects of what you're already doing, especially if it resonates with you. But then on the other side of it, the purpose being too much or it's too big, it's like a wider view or a longer view is that like what I shared is like, I've recognized over the years that I'm not doing this on my own. And yeah. I also don't want to do this on my own, like take the full responsibility of world peace. Like, yeah, That's not on me. Well, and if you think about what it takes to create peace on earth, um, it's not about what I want to say. It's not about stopping wars or food programs or this sort of thing. Peace comes from the inside of each person. Yes. And it can only be done as almost a one-on-one -on -one thing. It can be modeled to other people who can take the initiative to create their own bubble of peace for themselves. But it's not going to be something you can go out into the world and like legislate peace, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. People want to have to have, they have to want it themselves. Yeah, exactly. And that's where taking the wider view of knowing that you're not doing it alone is helpful because you're not the only one modeling it and it can be contagious. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. So are those the only two blocks that we see or are there some other ones? It's definitely some other ones. I, I think we already speak, we're speaking to one of the other ones that are really common along the path is the not knowing what to do about the purpose. Because right. it, like we were talking about is that you're not going to know the entire path or all of the steps to take. But if you do follow up on one after the other, then more is revealed, but there's still stumbling blocks along the way of when things don't work out or that you're not getting the results that you want in terms of actually movement in your living your purpose. Right. Failures, I, love, like, I love that you mentioned not getting the results you want, because that's another interesting mind skill that you have to learn as you're walking this path, because frequently your GPS will take you down a road that looks like a dead end. Yes. <laughs> and when you made the turn, you thought it was going to take you to this place. And then you get down there to the, that apparent dead end. And as you get close, you discover there's a, actually a left turn there that you couldn't have seen from someplace else. And so the important thing to remember when you're following the directions of the GPS, your mind is going to want to extrapolate what it thinks this is taking you to, right? It, your busy, busy brain is doing what busy, busy brains do. Um, so it's important to learn to release those expectations and just get curious about, hmm, well, I wonder if it could be that or it could be something else because that will help to buffer that disappointment when you come to that dead end and the sharp left. Yeah, I 100% agree. I've yeah. also learned the, the power of discernment as well. 
because when we do come up or what it seems like a block or the dead end, right. That in order to really start to be open to different turns that you can take is discerning. Do I keep going? Cause yes. you know, in, in terms of the actions that you might be taking to live your purpose, you might be right on track and it does take persistence and not giving up. Like I, yeah. I think of one of the most profound examples for me, I think of is uh, the chicken soup for the soul series of books by yes. Jack Canfield and um, Mark Victor Hansen. They got turned down by, I think it was like 130 some odd publishers. Yeah. It was a crazy number of publishers. Yeah. And yeah. so if it was more of like them seeing like, oh, this is a block, we got to do something else. Then that's actually them turning away from their purpose versus sometimes some people when they've put in a lot of work and been persistent with certain action steps, then them making a shift is actually the move as in yeah. like doing something different. is actually what is most aligned. And so discerning what again goes back to the like the when, when to yeah. persist yeah exactly when to persist and when to fall back i i think the difference between those two situations is in one a lot of times when you're going towards this dead end it it was like all go signs right go sign go sign go sign go sign and then all of a sudden you're at this stop okay that is one of those moments where it's time to look around and go, okay, why was I brought to this point? Because mm -hmm. it looked like I was going there, but it's clearly that's not the direction to go. Whereas when you know you have something that needs to go out and you're just looking for the outlet, which is what they were doing. It's like, yeah. I, I know this is supposed to go out. And so there's a publisher for this. I'm just going to keep checking them off until I find the publisher for this. Mm -hmm. It's... Um, it's a little bit different. Uh, what do I want to say? It's a different environment almost. At the very least internal environment for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a different feeling or different experience that you will notice. And <sighs> that's why I use the word discernment because that discerning process is actually really the difference between the head and the heart because the yeah. mind like you said, like the busy brain, like I imagine that, uh, Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Hanfield, like probably had some thoughts of like, shoot, like after the hundredth publisher turned yeah, down, it's, it's like, like, who else huh? could we possibly talk to? We've been through a hundred and how many of these, right? Exactly. So like yeah. the mind can play tricks, but they knew in their heart that it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly. And it's also about inviting what you need next, right? Because at some point you run out of mind ideas. And sometimes you've run out of even heart ideas mm. for what to do next. And it's about staying humble sometimes and just going, okay, I don't know how this is to be universe. You do. I'm going to leave the how to you. I'm open to whatever it is. Show me. Yes. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that point in because honestly, the truth is that's happening 24-7, whether we're aware of it or not. And yeah. only when we are aware of it and open to it, does it really start to flow in. It's like yeah. the, the analogy I always love is how anything grows from our dear mother earth is that we might be the one planting the seed as the farmer. Say if we want to grow, I don't know, a stalk of corn, but we don't actually cause the growth of the corn. We oh, can no. give it the right environment, great nutrients yeah, in the soil. We, we can put it in the soil. We can support it by keeping yes. the weeds away, water, all of that. Yes. Yeah, but we can't force it to sprout. 
exactly that's spirit that's that's life yeah. itself giving that process of growth happen like more life yeah exactly and digging it up and going are you growing yet <laughs> <laughs> yes is is counterproductive <laughs> exactly absolutely so let's talk a little bit then about working with the universe or your guides however you mm -hmm. you envision this in your life right. source um whatever words you use about it how do you invite that kind of support for me it's two ways you spoke to the second way usually it's secondary uh from the first way but just to speak to it briefly because it's so straightforward but the, the practice you have in the morning so many times that you ask for guidance you stay open you even have that great visual of having your mind be an open cup so it's a receiving end uh, but the first thing I always find this works well for me and anything that I, anytime I help a client is always working with this is, and this is the art, by the way, of living your soul's purpose is getting clear in your vision is there, mm. there's an art to discovering really what would you love and that process of getting clear, specifically clear of what you want to create of what would your fully unfolded vision of you living your purpose, say a year or two years or three years from now look like, because when you do, when you get clear on that, that's a specific vibration. It's a specific frequency that's sent out into the infinite, into this vast creative substance. You can call energy, you can call life, you can call the universe, you can call God. That's a specific frequency or signal that you're sending out. Then it reverberates back to you in terms of ideas. But yeah. until you're clear, until you're specific and decided, this is what I am creating, what I would love to create that's in alignment with my purpose, then it's like a fuzzy signal with the infinite. Yeah. It's like yeah. we can receive support, but it's not as potent and clear on the receptive end unless we have the clear vision. It's like attracts like. It's basic yeah. uh, physics principles, really. <laughs> Absolutely. I, um, it reminds me there was a stage that I went through, right? Because I've had this practice, this routine of what's the next step towards my purpose? What's the next step for my purpose? What's the next step for my purpose? And I had arrived at this moment where I felt like I wasn't really getting the guidance and moving forward the way that I wanted to. And a lot of times when I get into those spaces where like my emotions start to get kind of high and I'm, I'm agitated about what's going on, it gets hard to hear when you're in those emotional states. And so that's when I usually reach out to a friend or go to a reader or something and go, okay, <laughs> help me out here, help me here because I'm in this state that it's hard for me to receive. And this particular reading on that day, what my guides had to tell me was, you need to tell us what you really want. Exactly. And I'm like, oh man, I can't ah. believe. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean I have to put some input in here? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Thank you for sharing that story though. Cause you, your experience and even just that last uh, response or reaction, however you'd like to define it, that is the, the epitome of the human response when we get the the insight of, oh, I need to be clear. Yeah, I need to decide I, on what I want. I have to play a part in this game as well. We're yes. up on our next break already. So let's put mm. a pin in this conversation. When we come back, we'll explore what to do, how to define some of that if you really don't have that clear vision. 
So hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm still here with Kevin Carton, and we are still discussing how you begin to really live into your life purpose now that you've got this pile of puzzle pieces uh, and how to invite the universe in to support you. And when we let, went to break, there was... Uh, I had just shared a moment where I needed to give some feedback into this process that I wasn't expecting to have to give because I was at this point where I was very surrendered to whatever the universe wants, however I can serve. Um, And so it was a little disheartening to me to suddenly get this, but you have to like this too, (laughs) feedback. So if we're not very clear on where we really want to go, Uh, And I know I went through a phase in my life where I realized I was living all of my mother's values. They weren't my values. And so I had to go through kind of a discovery process around, well, what really are my values? What, What do you do if you're in that kind of space where you're not entirely sure, you're not entirely clear what you re- what you really want, right? Because especially women, I don't know about the guys. I wasn't raised a guy. Uh, but a lot of times we are raised to be selfless that way. Right. Oh, I don't have any goals. I just want, 
I just want my family to be happy. It's like, yeah, no, you, you, you get goals too. In fact, right. you're required to have some goals and opinions. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what life wants for us. Yeah. got to start there. That, that I feel like it goes for, at least for me, because I, I definitely had some maybe different ones, but still a certain kind of belief system or paradigm of, oh, it's not about me. It's about others. Right. I have to think about what others want or what others think I should even want. So. Oh, and that's a trap right there. Oh yeah. How, how do you know if you're in that trap? It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. Tell me yeah. about that feeling, Kevin Carton. <laughs> the feeling is like you're living someone else's life mm -hmm. or that there's not a, at least I experienced this. I think everyone can have their own experience, but personally for me, there's a, a warmth and, a, and even just a slight expansion in the heart and a, a grounded knowing in the gut that this is, this is me. This is what I want. This is my purpose. This is really this, my yeah, th This is for me. Exactly. Right? I can You're... remember having that feeling the first time I sat in my college biology. It was Ooh. like co college biology 101. And I'm like, Yes, this is where I need to be. Yes. Yeah. The opposite is quite a kind of a heavy feeling. Mm -hmm. It's like pressure or a busyness in the mind. Whereas yeah. when we land on something that really is meant for us, there's a, again, it's just a solid knowing. Um, yeah. Well, one of the things that showed up for me, how I came to the realization that I had for years been living my mother's values and not my own. Uh, was I would achieve these goals and it always, it never made me happy. It, it, I never felt like, oh boy, I've done something amazing or, or good for myself. It was always like, okay, well, check that off. Um, maybe something else <laughs> will be more fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So now what? Now Thought. what? Yeah. yeah <laughs> or, now what? Or is that it? Or is this it? <laughs> It's yeah. very common thoughts or feelings that come up. Yeah. Especially when you've achieved a goal that wasn't really yours. <laughs> exactly. But to circle back the point I first made of like going into getting the clarity, mm -hmm. I believe that really uproots any of the limiting or given belief systems that are not really ours or the values as you call it. It's just by going deep into knowing that life itself wants expansion for you individually, yeah. not for others, although it can and usually does involve good for others, but still there's a deep core of, yes, I would love that. Yeah. And there's a, there's a belief or paradigm that has to be worked through as, oh, is this selfish? Mm -hmm. Cause that's very common to come up. I don't, I don't care yeah. what your upbringing is. It's very, very common to recognize well, that. Oh, like, <laughs> and and your and your social circle may actually say that to you as you start yes. moving that direction, and that's one of those things you just have to take as noise. Yeah, uh, because the truth of the matter is, in order to give selflessly, you have to be full, and how you fill yourself up is allowing yourself to receive the things that are good for you and important to you, and this vision would be one of those things. I think one thing I would suggest 
Okay. Because a lot of times when we go into, I I love experiments. (laughs) A lot of times when we go into something like this, it feels like there's a lot of pressure, right? This is your sole purpose. You want to get this sucker right. Uh, Let go of that energy and just try it on. Allow yourself to do the experiment of what might it look or feel like if I can have this crazy, unrealistic thing? And right now we'll just leave it as an imagination for this moment. We'll just try this imagination on and see how that feels. And then if it feels good, if it feels right, if it feels aligned, now you can turn to the universe and go, I really like that imagination right there. I want it to be in a reality. You put it spot on. But yeah, I believe in giving yourself permission to just go Go try the thing, go do the experiment and then see how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. it. It makes a huge difference when you give yourself that permission. Yes. You get to put, you used a really amazing phrase just before I was letting it land of just put it on. I always use this analogy that it's just like trying on a coat, just try on the possible future, see how it feels. Because that's the only way you'll actually know if it's aligned with your purpose and is of your values and not someone else's. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And it's about how you feel about it. I know a lot of times we get partway down this road and then the concerns about, well, what about my young children? What is my husband yes. going to think? What is, you know, what's the ramifications going to be for my, for my work? Don't worry about any of that at this point. Right mm-hmm. now, we're just trying it on in virtual reality, and we're not committing to anything at this point. And it may change. It may evolve. What feels wonderful and aligned right now might just be a stage of evolution that you're going through that you need to be in in order to do the next phase of evolution. Absolutely. That's the only way it actually happens, too, like we were talking about before. You ask the question of like, does the purpose just drop in? And it's absolutely a no. And it's the same thing, <laughs> even, even with a powerful tool as a vision, it's still an evolutionary process. Like my first vision back 2014 is not the life I'm living today. And it's absolutely, <laughs> I'm living my dream and it is not what I first dreamed up. In very tiny aspects, it absolutely has come true. But um, the, the vision that aligns more and more with my purpose evolved because I started to uncover and just let go of certain things were that were ingrained in me from my upbringing and that were just not part of who I'm here to be as a soul. Yeah. Well, and I've, I'm going through this recreating process myself right now in my career, in my life, um, learning new ways that perhaps I can work out into the world. And I was having a conversation with a fellow coach, (laughs) kind of co-thinking. And the beautiful thing that came out of that conversation was sort of a disconnecting or a decoupling of what I think had to follow on to an action. Okay. For example, um, some of my soul puzzle pieces, I'll throw some of my puzzle pieces on the table. (laughs) Uh, I love having these kind of conversations right? I have not figured out how to monetize it. And, 
and I had come to several conclusions about, well, what had to happen in order to make monetization happen. And, you know, he's in there going, well, that's not true. Throw that out. That's not true. Throw that (laughs) out. (laughs) You don't have, you know, you don't have to do any of those things. And in fact, I know somebody who's doing just what you described to me. I'm like, fabulous. Now you can share with me how they're making that happen. (laughs) Right. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's important to not throw your own puzzle pieces away. I I see people do that. They're like, well, you know, I love doing this particular thing. uh, And I also love doing this other thing that doesn't seem related in any way. And I'm going to have to choose between the two. No, if you are gifted in both of those areas and they both light you up, there's a reason for that. And they are both aligned with your purpose in some way. So keep all your puzzle pieces on the table. Don't throw any of them away, even though you can't see right now how they fit. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. So let's see here. We are down to like our last four minutes of the first episode. I have a feeling we got more to discuss. <laughs> um and I know you brought a gift with you today, so I'd love mm. for you to describe the gift. I'd be happy to. And I, I, funny enough, I actually think this is a perfect time to share it because the sole purpose blueprint I created is an 11 page guidebook to actually walk through the kind of conversation we literally just had only in practical application for someone. So there's a certain question we really start to have to, have to start asking ourselves of not what to do to live our purpose, but who do I, who do I need to be? Because actions will come, actions will be revealed, but the beingness must come first. Because when you're learning to be the version of yourself where the purpose is fulfilled, you're on your way, you're living it, you're you're thinking in very different ways. It changes the actual energy that you live from. And then there's a step to actually clarify the vision. And so there's uh, a whole couple pages actually about how to write out a vision statement that puts down on paper what you're seeing in your mind. And trying it out as a possibility again, so it's it's a way of writing it out in a vision statement, and so that it's uh, it's not an, a mission statement. That's been something that some people that's a whole that different was. deal, yeah, very different, yeah. <laughs> the vision statement is actually a full page to write out your vision because the more clarity, the more detail, the easier it is to then go to the science of living your purpose, which is connecting energetically with the vision and taking action from the vision. So that's yeah. the whole guidebook and it's free. Which we haven't gone into in this part of the interview yet. I suspect right. that's going to be part two. Sure. <laughs> and so if you're interested in getting a hold of this guidebook, you can check the liner notes down here for the link to go get that and to get connected into Kevin Carton's world if you're not already connected there, because he has an amazing amount of wisdom to share and some really good stuff. So let's see, we've got two minutes left. Let's tie this up in a bow. What is the number one thing you would say to somebody who's been struggling with, well, what is my purpose? Do I really have a purpose? What's your final words of direction or encouragement? Question the thoughts that cause a feeling of contraction. Ooh. Say that again. Say that again. Question the thoughts that lead to a feeling of contraction or containment. Yes. But isn't that me? Aren't my thoughts me? (laughs) No. (laughs) We're so much more. (laughs) 
you're so much more. And that's why that questioning process starts to help unveil who you really are because our soul is directly connected to our joy and what our love, our just expansive feelings in life. So if you learn anything to really hone in on is to question those thoughts that cause again, contraction, because that's the only thing really on a, on a deep spiritual level, the thing that is in our way. Sure. There might be circumstances that seem like they're in the way, but those will naturally and over time fall away when we align more and more with love. Beautiful. Well said. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kevin. It has been such a pleasure to have you back. Thank you. It's been awesome being here. Thank you so much. Yes. And thank you to everyone who joined us today. I really appreciate that you take this hour of time out of your life, not for me, but for you. This hour of time is invested in you. And there's no better investment you can make than to invest in yourself and your personal growth. Uh, no one can take that away from you. It always yields dividends. And so blessings, congratulations for being here. And I love to hear from my listeners. So shoot me a line at askzofia at transformationspace.co. That's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And just let me know. How did this resonate with you? Was it helpful? Are there other topics you want to hear? People you'd like to see come on the show? Uh, compliments, criticisms, I accept it all. And uh, until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 